Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Authentic Conversations with Lulu Podcast, and I'm your host, Lucy Raruzuizo. Thank you to everybody listening um, over and over again. Thank you so much for continually taking your time to listen to Lucy um, and just hearing what she has to share with you. I appreciate it a lot. And for everybody listening for the first time, welcome to Authentic Conversations. Um, so the name of this podcast says it all. All we do on this podcast is have conversations that are as authentic, you know, as can be. We are talking about our real everyday life, you know, what we go through. Um, it has been mostly about relationships, but it's not limited to that. And we will definitely talk about more because there's more to life than relationships, even though relationships are the building blocks of life generally. Um, yeah, we are still on Instagram at authentic conv underscore with underscore Lulu. That is our Instagram handle. On Facebook, I am Lucy Mahlali Raluzuizo. And for those that are not able to type out my name, you can just search on Facebook, Authentic Conversations with Lulu. I am very certain that it is my name that will appear there. And you can just follow me there for more updates on the podcast. Um, yeah, that's just about it. Um, for what it's worth, I'm just going to share with you this little exciting thing happening in my life this week. So my husband and I lost, well, to take it back, when we first went for our marriage counseling, um, premarital counseling session, when I when we got out the, out of that place, we were like, "I see us doing this in years to come." And it was like, "I see us doing this in years to come, doing this as in being the counselors." You know, um, it's not yet there, but the Lord is somewhat making way for us in the space of marriage and in the space of working with couples we are not yet marriage counselors but we are working with couples on building authentic marriages because we believe in wholesome authentic lives so last year we hosted our very first authentic marriage retreat and we had two couples come through it was exciting because it was our first so it was very very exciting it helped us um, discover a lot of things that we could do with other couples that can help in building our marriages and their marriages. Um, this year we put out a poster um, inviting a lot more people. Um, excuse me. Um, we had only three couples respond, um, which is a great success because last year we had two, so the, it means there is growth. Um, so that's what we'll be doing this weekend. We will be hosting... Um, three couples for a marriage retreat where we are just going to rest and help each other build solid authentic and wholesome marriages because we believe strongly in wholesome living and I hope one day um, <laughs> I hope one day I'll have my husband here so that you can hear um, the man that is by my side every day the man that makes me excited you know about this life about doing life with him so anyway that's not what this is about today we are going to be talking on a text that i came across yesterday on social media by dr notemba gula so she wrote something and then we are going to talk about it bit by bit 
um, so that we don't get lost because it's a rich text, right? It's a short text, but very rich. So the first thing she wrote is that what marriage has taught me, this is a hair. What marriage has taught her is that just because you are great as an individual does not necessarily mean you will be great within a system. So let's start here. Somebody will ask, what do you mean? You know, what do you mean if two individuals that are great come together, it's going to be explosive. What do you mean if a great individual and a not so great individual come together, the great one has to influence the not so great one into becoming great, right? Like somehow there is a, a an automatic assumption that greatness automatically means greatness in everything that you do right um, and this is greatness from whatever perspective you might have right so for instance there is a great singer a great worshiper or a great speaker or a great preacher or you know a great you know leader a great a great academic you are great in whatever sphere and the automatic assumption is everything that you do will be great right and sometimes it's not the case you are just great in what you do but as a person you are not as great you know the truth that we wouldn't want to talk about but it's there um you could be a great preacher and you find um that's as far as it gets in terms of being a great individual not so much you know in terms of being a great father not so much in terms of being a great partner not so much a great friend not so much not to say that great people do not do great things um in in the people that are in their lives no we you know people function and they do well right however um, your function as a great something does not necessarily mean that as an individual, as great as you are, you will be great in a system. We need to get that right in the first place. When we pursue friendships, when we pursue careers, when we pursue ministry, when we pursue um, what purpose, we must know just that just because you are great as an individual, it does not translate in you being great within a system. Um, of course, Dr. Notemba is talking about the system of marriage, but I'm talking about it um, on a broader scale because um, sometimes we also never understand why, oh, but I'm such a great one, two, three, I'm such a great X, Y, Z. Why am I not great in this? It means I'm not doing something right. One, two, three. Sometimes it's not because you are not doing anything right. Sometimes it's just because you are not able to exist in that system, um, you know, as greatly as you are as an individual because the system requires certain things that you may not have inherently, right? Um, she continues to write, sometimes there's absolutely nothing wrong with the individual. This is what I was saying. Sometimes there's absolutely nothing wrong with this individual. Here is the struggle. She says, but the struggle is about co-creating a system in which both entities, this is in marriage, right? 
in which both entities will not only coexist but thrive right so you find people whom as single people they did great they did wonderful um the question that i would ask everybody because this is the question that i asked myself when i read this text yesterday was that do i think i was great as an individual and the answer is yes yes i'm i'm a great individual um do i think being in the system has filtered out the greatness absolutely not in my case the system of marriage has amplified the greatness if i may put it that way um i am better of married than i am single um i am i am an epitome of what the bible says when it says two is better than one um because great shall be the fruits of their labor please note i'm paraphrasing right but i am an epitome of that scripture um great great are the rewards of me and my husband in marriage than the rewards that i had as a single person everything has just become better financially i've become better um, even though the demands of being in a marriage um financially are different from when i'm single but i'm i'm still doing a lot greater than i was when i was a single person you know i did not know how much money could stretch as a single person like i would just look at an amount of money and feel it's not money and i would relate with that amount from that perspective um but once i got married i got to realize no money is too little and money can do whatever you want money to do and i'm relating with money better making better financial choices well there's just a lot but in short i am better off married than i was as a single person you know obviously as a single person there's a lot of freedom but the freedom could also jeopardize your growth right for many people it does um somewhere where you are not aware but for many people it does jeopardize your growth but that's that's something to talk about on a different day right but as i was saying there's nothing sometimes there's nothing wrong with the individual but the struggle is co-creating a system in which both entities will not coexist will not only coexist but thrive this is where it comes back to something that i spoke about once on the podcast that sometimes we struggle in bringing our partners or in co-creating because there is a picture that you have created before meeting your partner i even spoke about the growing up in church to say when you grow up in church you build up a picture of what marriage should be like of what your marriage should be like what you must be doing with your partner what you create a picture basically and now when you meet somebody and this person does not fit into this picture you think there's something wrong with this person whereas there's nothing wrong you are failing to create a picture with this person because you came into this relationship with a picture that this person must fit into 
and they do not fit because they are they are not meant to fit into that picture they are meant together with you to co-create a picture that expresses your relationship with them as perfectly as it can be and as perfectly as it is you know so sometimes um there's nothing wrong with the individual the struggle is ensuring that we create our own picture we do not fit into a certain picture we create a new picture we tell a new story you do not fit this person into a character of an existing story and these exist- existing stories we build in our heads as we grow up through our parents through pastors that we admire through leaders in our communities you build this picture therefore you make it difficult for yourself and your partner to co-create a story that belongs to the both of you you fail to create a picture that tells a story of the both of you you want to fit into someone else's story you want to pick to fit into someone else's picture many times so much that you have worked around yourself to fit into the picture and you are not even being yourself which automatically fails your relationship and you are still a great individual however there are certain aspects and perspectives in your life that are failing what put, what could possibly be great you know between you and your partner a story that could be you know the next so and so the next who's and who you know of your community of your generation in order for you to tell a new story you need to be intentional about co-creating a system where you will not only coexist but thrive you know co-create a system that allows your partner to be their best selves co-create a system that allows you to be your best self or to function at your maximum right and it is more difficult as well because i've said this on the podcast before that marriage amplifies your flaws maybe not amplifies your flaws but exposes them better you see flaws from a closer range you see flaws on a daily basis you see flaws more often that than than you would you know in a dating relationship where you meet once in a while and it's just exciting to you know be complimenting each other it's just exciting to be seeing each other once twice a week well daily but for two hours and one goes back home you know all those things um a lot of things your strengths become more exposed in marriage your weaknesses become more exposed in marriage so with all of that um we need to work with it to the maximum um make sure that because now i know my partner's strengths better this is how i can help them or this is how i can fit into that in order to co-create a system that will work best for the both of us you know and now that they know me better um um let me work at at becoming better at it um like for instance there are weaknesses that i have that are my partner's strengths and that allows us to function to our maximum because um <laughs> funny but yeah when i'm weak then he's strong and when he's weak then i'm strong then we are able to run together and bring you know a good labor um or bring great fruits from our labor because i'm able to fill gaps that he has he's able to fill gaps that i have so sometimes there's absolutely nothing wrong with you guys as individuals as great individuals but the struggle is in co-creating 
a system which you will both cry, which you will both thrive in not only coexist but thrive right um dr gula continues to write and she says i have so much i could say on this because when the system does not work we blame the parts by default and she says which is really intellectual laziness it is absolutely intellectual laziness to blame the parts right um, because it's not necessarily the parts that fail the system sometimes it's really you know the struggle of to working together in co-creating an environment that allows both parts to function right so it's just that because it's it's blaming the parts is not the wisest thing to do you know blaming the parts does not help any situation if anything the parts just struggled in coming together in co-creating in building together the parts just maybe could not succeed you know in being in sync for this system to exist right then she's she continued to say but we all know that the individual parts are not always the problem this is what i was saying the problem is often how the parts integrate this is also what i was saying the problem becomes how we integrate right and these are some of the things that we also see during our dating period to say but one two three is not really integrating well but many people refuse to accept the parts that do not integrate and um, we shelve them and it's convenient for the dating stage but will it be convenient for marriage not necessarily will it be convenient for the system that is marriage not necessarily because there it has to work you know um i also saw a post by a brother of mine lucas maloma on facebook um a week ago where he said that we only talk about compatibility uh, in the dating stage in marriage we work with what we have and this is from a christian perspective um lest i be crucified for this statement because in christianity divorce is not necessarily the first thing that should come you know and um, it comes for other people for whatever reasons i will never be able to tell um why or explain you know the sensitivity of their situations however i am able to say in the christian uh, environment we know that God hates divorce. Therefore, divorce is not something that any Christian should just opt for because um, one, two, three is just not working out or I've lost interest or whatever. You know, they are, there are justifiable reasons that um, this, this podcast, this is a sensitive topic. That's why I'm even stuttering when I'm talking on it. But what i'm saying is that you know we are not going to have such conversations over issues of abuse we are not going to have such conversations over issues of infidelity right um however um sometimes people leave marriages because they are not able to integrate um and maybe because also conversations that expose the fact that we are failing to integrate are not had you know because we are not in a place 
where we are able to even figure out that we are not able to integrate, right? But that is often the problem and not the individuals. Many times the individuals will also be pointing fingers at each other that X, Y did this, you know, X, Z did this, or Y did this, X did that, X did that, Y did that. Um, people blame each other in that sense. However, um, you find that none of them were at fault the issue was x and y coming together as x y you know um x and y or x and y were were not really succeeding in becoming a new letter altogether you know so integrating is often the problem right um she continues to say um can we talk about this idea of integration in relationships well, I want to talk about this, but I also want to, I wanted to make this a, this a series to talk with different couples, right? So in the coming weeks, I'm hoping to succeed at this, to talk with couples and ask them how, you know, the idea of integration in relationships, how they went about it, how did they get to actually integrate, you know, um, are there aspects of themselves that needed to die for the aspects of the relationship to come alive? You'd think it's an obvious question. You'd think it's an obvious thing. It's not, you know. And if so, how do you know what components to retain and which ones to release? You know, these are not obvious things to answer, you know. And how does this work in cases where the other personality is more overpowering than the other? You know, is there a limit, you know, of the overpowering personality to um, somewhat um, filter themselves or the not so overpowering personality to somewhat pick up a bit? You know, is there a limit, a point beyond where one cannot give themselves anymore? Um, these are questions that we will have with with some of my friends. I will ensure to just interview a few people on this so that we have together we have perspective of what people think of what people of how people see things and of the issue of integration so this is just an introduction to um integrating in relationships or co-creating co an environment where we can both where we can both thrive you know um so we are going to have more of these conversations with other couples today i was just introducing the topic please ponder upon it think about it but i'm definitely having conversations with more couples on it and we are going to talk more on it and i hope that um for those that are still dating it can just open their minds to what actually happens in marriage um, and for those that are married and still are, are still struggling with co-creating that environment, I hope that it can help you come to a better place, you know, with co-creating and just, um, you know, thriving and not just coexisting, um, where purpose is not pursued anymore. You know, there's a lot of great people that got married as great people and they thought the only way to coexist in this marriage is to leave out what I used to do altogether. You you see people that were great leaders before they got married and they got married and they left everything and just became 
a partner it could be a husband it could be a wife and people just decided i'm just going to focus on my marriage and leave everything else and for some people it's because they were failing to integrate a system that works for the two individuals you know so it's it's really it's a it's a burning interesting topic um so when i came across this text uh, from dr kula yesterday i thought let me introduce this on the podcast let's have the discussion you can also leave comments um let's let's engage in the comments section on this let's engage on instagram at authentic conf underscore with underscore lulu let's engage on the topic on facebook let's engage on the topic and then um continue with it with other couples so that we can hear different perspectives from different marriages um but for today that's it and i love you so much thank you so much for coming through and i pray that the lord helps you to build wholesome relationships and i hope that the conversations that we have on this podcast help you become a better individual in building relationships become a better individual in your community in your communities you know because many times when you speak of the community people think of a place where they stay but um we speak of the community in in your workplace the community at your church you know your church community your your residential community we speak of your professional community we speak of your ministerial community your purpose community there's so many communities that we belong in and i pray that you become the most effective individual in those spaces i pray that the lord you know helps you become the best that you can be in those spaces i pray that the lord helps you function better you know in your relationships so that we can just build a better future for generations to come because we you and i are the hope for the next generation in terms of relationships finances and everything purpose all of these things we we are really the hope for the next generation so um i pray that the lord helps us um be at our maximum so that we we do not only become or remain the hope but we become the practicality and the reality for our generation and generations to come may the lord richly bless you